Hello and welcome back to Battle Plan, a podcast focused on spiritual warfare. I am Steve Hemphill, and Battle Plan is an ongoing discussion of how we put our faith into action. Our website is active-faith.org, and my email is stevehemphill1 at me.com. In our last episode, we asked the question, can scripture reveal government corruption? Today, we have a story about an Arkansas haunted house. Now, I'm going to use quote marks around haunted. Uh, you'll see what I mean as we go along. First Samuel 23, verse 13, NIV is where I'll begin today. The king said to her, don't be afraid. What do you see? The woman said, I see a ghostly figure coming up out of the earth. This was the medium, the witch of Endor. Matthew 14, 26, NIV, when the disciples saw him, Jesus, walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and they cried out in fear. Um, I've heard a lot of strange stories in my years with spiritual warfare, but this is one of the stranger. I got called to an Arkansas haunted house. There was a family in Arkansas that had some strange things going on in their home. They went to a very conservative church. The things got so uh, weird that they went to the preacher and asked for help, begging him not to share this with anyone without their permission told them their story. At nighttime, all kinds of weird noises and things happening in the home. And so um, he told them about me. He read my book, What Are the Stakes? And they agreed to let him call me and come up and meet with him at the church and then stake out their property with Bible verses uh, on tent stakes, scripture stakes. So we made plans to do that. I talked to them on Sunday and uh, I couldn't come on Monday because I had an appointment. But on Tuesday, I was going to go up and be there late afternoon, meet with them and stake out the home. Now, it was wintertime, so it got uh, it got light. It got dark kind of early. Uh, and I don't stake in the darkness anymore. I only stake in the light. Satan's prince of darkness. So I made plans to try to get the house staked. And I told them I'd stay with them in the house. They were very happy to hear that because the daughter was so afraid she never slept in the house anymore. She stayed with the friend every night and many nights the husband and wife would also leave the home and go to a hotel. That's how terrified they were of the things going on in their home. And they didn't want to tell people because they wanted to sell the home to get away from all this. And they knew the home wouldn't sell if everybody in town knew it was a haunted house. So they called me. I explained that we'd come up and talk to them. We were going to put scripture stakes in the ground around the house and pray and ask God to show his power and protect them from this evil going on. that was causing fear and trepidation. So I couldn't come Monday. So Monday, they're preparing for me to come the next day. I told them I'd spend the night with them in that house. And we're very excited to hear that. Monday, they get a call from a medium in Nebraska. Now, they don't know anybody in Nebraska, but this medium knew someone that knew them and they'd been called. So the medium called and suggested that, that she could help, that she knew what to do. She said that she knew the young lady who was the ghost in that house and that she had been uh, raped and murdered in that home. So she had a right to be there. Her name was was uh, I think it was Allison. And uh, she said, Allison loves your daughter, loves her makeup and jewelry. Just talk to Allison like she's there. Call her by name because she is there. And the mother said, we're not comfortable doing that. Uh, in fact, we've got a guy coming tomorrow. We're going to stake out the property with Bible verses on 10 stakes. And the medium got very upset at that. Said, do not do that. Do not stake out the property with Bible verses on 10 stakes. That will upset the ghost. You do not want to upset the ghost. Well, let me pause and say right here, if a medium tells you not to do something and gets very upset that you are going to do that, that's probably exactly what you should do because it will inflict uh, limitations on them or fear on them or remove them. 
So anyway, that's what happened. And she said, no, we got a guy coming tomorrow. So I get there late afternoon on Tuesday. I go over with them what we're going to do and how this works and what I've seen happen in the past to give them encouragement. I'm going to, I've got my suitcase. I'm going to stay with them in their home. They're very glad uh, that I'm going to do that. They're, they're so scared. We, uh, the, the preacher went uh, to their house with me and we all together, the, the couple and their daughter and me and the preacher walked around the home and read verses at each corner of the property, put the stakes all the way in the ground. The preacher leaves and we're going to stake out the rest of the property the next day. They also had uh, a storage building need to be staked and then an old foundation of an old barn that was there. We, we always stake those. And then the, the circumference of the 10 acre property. I always do that. So I'm spending the night with them. We're watching the Olympics. It was during the Olympics one year. And uh, um, it got to be about nine o'clock and it's pitch dark outside now. And um, I just kind of, kind of thought about, oh, we're having a good time visiting. And I said, well, how did tonight compare to every other night you've been here? I said, oh, this is so calm. This is great. They said, just look at the dog. Well, the dog was just laying there asleep on the floor like dogs do. And I said, okay, well, I see the dog. What's the dog usually doing? And they said, he's usually moving around the room, growling and looking up in the air and, and like following something in the air from room to room. And he's just, we've never seen the dog this calm. This, this is great. And I was kind of taken by that. And then they, they said, uh, by the way, in, in all the discussion of this, I, I've learned that in this old, possibly in this old foundation in the barn in the back part of the property of the 10 acres, there had been Civil War slaves that were murdered in that barn. And that always, murder pollutes the land. It says it over and over in Scripture. Leviticus, many places, murder pollutes the land. So I think this was part of the issue. So that came out. And then close to 10 o'clock, maybe 930, they said, hey, we want to get some of your books. Do you have them in your truck? I said, sure, I'll run out the truck and get them. And I stepped outside the door. And all of a sudden, I took a step across the line where we'd staked. And I felt fear like I've never felt in my life. The hair on the back of my neck uh, stood up and I literally ran to my truck, got the books they wanted, ran back in. And again, as soon as I stepped across the, the threshold where I'm back inside the area that's been staked, the fear went away. I've never felt that kind of fear. The only time. And I didn't want to say anything to them. I didn't want to scare them, but um, I was glad to be back in there. And anyway, I gave them the books. We kind of said goodnight. I went on to bed around 10. And uh, next morning I woke up and went in the kitchen. They were cooking breakfast and said, um, how'd you sleep? And I said, great. How'd y'all sleep? And they said, great. And the, and the husband said, well, I slept great too, except the dog had to go out once in the night to use the bathroom. And when we stepped across the threshold and walked outside the area that had been staked, I felt the hair on the back of my neck stand up and the dog started growling. And I mean, it was just something evil out there. And I said, really? I said, well, I didn't want to tell you last night, but I experienced the same thing when I went to my, my truck. And they said, yep, we understand it. So that day we staked the other uh, storage building, the foundation of the old barn where the Civil War slaves had been murdered and the circumference of the 10 acres. And they had been trying to sell the house for a long time. And in fact, they sold it three times. And each time the people backed out just before the, the sale was finalized. In fact, the, the last time they'd sold it, they'd already moved all their furniture out of the house. They were so excited to be gone and out of that house and have it sold. And the people backed out and they had to move all the furniture right back in their same house. But they wanted to sell the house, but they also didn't want to leave it unclean to the people that would have it next. So they felt good now that 
you know, all this stuff stopped. It was a different atmosphere. Within a short time after that, they sold the, sold the house and no other problems ever showed up. So I think that many times so-called ghosts or things that give fear in the night are not just um, uh, superstition or not UFOs. They're demonic and they have attachments to the land because of a territorial assignment, as we've discussed before, or because murder has uh, polluted the land there in a bigger way. So there's a stronger man, a stronger evil. There's principalities, power, spirits, and authorities. There's more uh, uh, more strength in the demons on that property that takes a greater focus, more prayer, uh, more acts of faith, uh, of faith on the, on the uh, part of the people being harassed. All these things combined can make a difference. So in light of today's thoughts, let me suggest part of your personal battle plan might be to ask God to clean up your property from all the evil deeds and evil beings there from centuries past. Maybe you could pray like this, Lord, deliver me from all evil on the land where I live. I want to feel your peace and safety when I am at home on my land. Help me to forgive all others so I can have your peace, and please forgive me of my sins so I can rest in peace and have the joy of your closeness and presence in Jesus name. See you next time on battle plan. We're going to share another edition of God's power for our daily battles for a January the 9th. Uh, keep praying because prayer works. God loves you. And I love you. Have a great day.